Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey ladies, it's Shirley Strawberry. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com RTP. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Today's Strawberry Letter is brought to you by the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. It is built for families and is ready for all types of rogue adventures with five different drive modes. It's so versatile and can go almost anywhere. Now, let's go rogue with today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationship, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Let's go rogue. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, we live in a shack, but we're not shacking up. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 28-year-old married woman, and my husband and I have been living in a one-bedroom, two-bath condo for six years. My husband bought it before he met me, and he promised to do some upgrades after we paid off our wedding. The carpet is 11 years old, filthy and frayed, and the bathroom floor is an orange vinyl tile that is coming up in spots. 
The kitchen appliances are old and outdated, and I have begged him to at least replace those so I can have a refrigerator and freezer that keeps our food fresh. We both work decent jobs and have plenty of disposable income. We don't have any car notes or credit cards, and we do not have any children. So we have the money to make some improvements. But my husband says it's not important to him. And the worst part of all of this is he works as a construction manager every day. Two years ago, he bought enough engineered wood flooring to put all over our condo, but he hasn't done the work. He said he doesn't feel like doing it on the weekend since he does it at work daily. I asked him if we could hire someone to come do the work. He got offended and said he wasn't paying a man to come fix anything in his house, and it's disrespectful for me to suggest that. Instead of him doing the upgrades to our condo gradually, he has chosen to convert our guest bathroom uh, into a studio, and he's always in the bathroom making beats in his spare time. If his mom calls him to come fix something at her house, he jumps to it. I'm sick of this shack we live in. Economically, Ooh. it makes sense to upgrade Ooh. it. Uh, you hear me right there. You oh, oh, right oh. Shack, 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 baby, shack. Economically, it makes sense to upgrade it a bit and stay here for a few more years. Really, Tommy, really. So uh, would I be wrong if I hired a contractor against my husband's wishes? Please advise. Uh, yes, this is a shack. And no, you would not be wrong. May I remind you, since I have to, may I remind you that this is your house, too? All right, you have to live there with an 11 year old frayed and ugly and nasty carpet. You are his wife. You, you have to start speaking up for yourself, okay? When his mama calls, he runs over there. He, mm. He's a mama's boy, okay? Who wants to live in a nasty house? I mean, you can't even keep your food fresh because you don't have a, a decent refrigerator or freezer. I, I don't think there's any excuse for this, especially because you say you have a lot of disposable income, so you can afford it. Your husband is being unreasonable. He's being disrespectful and, and just plain selfish. Um, he's converted the extra bathroom into a studio to make beats. He's got time to do that. Uh I, I just think he should be too happy to make sure that you're happy. I mean, everyone knows the saying, happy wife, happy life. And it's very, very true. When is he going to appreciate you and treat you like his wife, uh, the woman he's supposed to love and cherish, huh? Uh, you do know that you have a voice, and, and, and you don't have to take this from him. You need to sit him down, let him know. I say do it in a nice way, but do it in a strong, very confident way. Let him know how you feel, what you want. I, I just think, and you should know this too, that marriage is work, and he cannot be lazy in this. When you guys talk, hopefully he'll understand and you guys can get a plan together to fix up the place. Uh, if not, uh, tell him no disrespect, but uh, you refuse to live like this and just start hiring people and to help you get it done. Mama's boy. Steve? Mm. <clears throat> well, come on, Uncle Steve. This letter right here, man, is kind of all over the place. I feel sorry for this lady, mm -hmm. but she's, she's, she can do something about this. Uh, they live in this one-bedroom, two-bath condo for six years. Now, your husband bought it before he met you, and he promised you to do some upgrades. That's the key to the letter. Mm -hmm. He promised you that he would do some upgrades after we paid off the wedding. Now, obviously, the wedding is paid off because y'all been six years. Mm -hmm. So the wedding got to be paid off. 
Carpet is 11 years old, filthy frayed. Yeah. Bathroom floor is orange vinyl. It's coming up on spots. Kitchen appliances are old and updated. And I have, and here we go again, begged him mm-hmm. to at least replace those. See, excuse me. Did he not promise this? <laughs> if a man promised you something, why are you now begging him for what he promised? Man, damn, dog, do what you say you're going to do. That's all this is, man. This is real simple, man. Just do what you say you're going to do. But ladies, but ladies, you you keep letting him off the hook, see. The worst part, he's a construction manager. Now, he bought some wood flooring to put in the house. He doesn't. But now, let me tell you this. So, hold on, hold on. Before I go do that, uh, y'all both work decent jobs. And you have plenty of disposable income. What? Hmm. You have plenty. So this is ridiculous now. You don't have any car notes, credit cards, and you ain't got no kids. But my husband says it's not important to him. It may not be important to him, but are you important to him? Hmm. See, he promised you, you begging him, and now it ain't important to him. But is it important to you? Does he value your wishes? And obviously, so far, he doesn't. So when we come back, I'm going to show you how to flip it. Yeah, we'll have part two coming up of your response, Steve, at 23 minutes after the hour. We live in a shack, but we're not shacking up. Back after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, we live in a shack, but we're not shacking up. You know, this is... Interesting letter. This young woman, he's 28, married this man. He had this house, this condo before. And uh, he promised this woman that after they paid off the wedding that he would do some renovations. Well, he haven't. He hasn't. The kitchen appliance at all. And then this woman has been begging him. Well, now that's crazy. Because why do you have to beg somebody to keep a promise you made? I can promise you. That if I promise Marjorie Harvey something, hmm. I that, <laughs> <laughs> you best to do it because she will not forget it. Man, I promised <laughs> you will be her. Reminded. <laughs> See, sister, you have you have his words to use, but you're not. So anyway, uh, you have plenty of disposable income. You says you don't have a car note. You don't have credit cards. What y'all doing with the money? So now Fine. later on in the letter, you say y'all saving for another place, but then you got to sell that place. You got to fix it up to sell it. Mm-hmm. And you got to fix it up because you live in it. This is stupid. And then when you want him to make some improvements, your husband says it's not important to him. But Ugh. it is important to you. Does your husband not value what is important to his wife? Right. Right. Who have you married? What right. idiot I'm, did I'm you marry? Boy. What did he say to you? And and all of a sudden, he ain't doing nothing he said? There's a way. I have an answer for it. Worst part of this is he's a construction manager. Mm. Two years ago, he bought some engineered wood flooring to put all through the condo, but he ain't done the work. He said, I don't feel like doing it on the weekends. <laughs> Since he does that work all day. I asked him if we could hire someone to come do the work. He got offended and said he wasn't paying a man to fix anything in his house and it's disrespectful for me to suggest that. 
Okay, hold on. First of all, we're dealing with a misplaced male ego. Oh. See, if you want to say, can't no man fix nothing in my house, mm-hmm. then you have to fix it. Mm-hmm. I got that. That's male ego. I ain't mad at the dude for saying that. But then, if can't no man fix nothing in your house, but you won't fix it, you have what I call displaced male ego. You have placed it in the wrong place. Can't no man fix nothing in my house. That includes you. I like so it, now Steve. ain't no man, me or mm-hmm. nobody else, fixing nothing in my house. Dog, you stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's an idiot. And then it's being disrespectful for you to suggest it. It's being disrespectful that he won't do it. See, you keep letting him flip the script on you. It ain't disrespectful that you suggest it. It's disrespectful that he won't do it. So instead of him doing upgrades on condo gradually, he has chosen to convert our guest bathroom into a studio that he's always in the bathroom making beats in his spare time. Is this his plan to get y'all out the shack? What? Making beats? Is he doing beats? (laughs) In the bathroom? (laughs) So you're married to Timberland. Lady, <laughs> if his mom calls him to come fix something in her house, he jumps up mm. and do it. I'm sick of this shack we live in. Economically, it makes sense to upgrade it in a bit and stay here a few more years. Yeah. So would I be wrong if I hired a contractor against my husband's wishes? Please advise. Before you do that, I have some suggestions for you. Okay. First of all, let me give you something advice that I tell young people that work for me, too. I got two places you do not cut back on. You do not cut back on what you eat because that stuff enters your body mm-hmm. and, it, and you become what you eat. So don't ever cut back on what you eat. Now, if you're poor and you don't have enough, I understand. But if you have like this letter, disposable income, and you have enough money to decide what you want to eat, I'm mm-hmm. not talking about really poor people that's just got to buy what they can afford. If you have a choice, do not cut back on what you eat. The second thing you don't cut back on is where you live. Your body, you got to carry this body around, so you got to be conscious of what you eat. And where you stay, you'll spend more time in your house than you will anywhere. Why would you cut back on your house? What you going to work for if you can't come into a nice place and rest? Mm -hmm. Y'all can't even have company. (laughs) Bringing nobody over here. He in the other bathroom doing beats. Where's the people going (laughs) to the bathroom? Why is this turntable on top of this toilet? <laughs> Thank you. I can't I wash my hands because he got a track set up in here. <laughs> right. Now, listen to me. <laughs> He's stupid, Steve. Moody's headphones. <laughs> Man, what is we doing in here? Now, listen to me. You have two things you can do to get this done. You should just say simply, I'm not living like this anymore. I am not living like this anymore. I am embarrassed of where we live. I can't have company. I don't like where we live. It's giving me the creeps. And I can't perform in this bed no more like this because it's just not what I want. I just can't. I just can't. I don't get turned on with where we live. Mm -hmm. And here's the big problem. And this is why I want you to say it. But you promised. See, mm-hmm. he promised you he would do this. 
If Marjorie says to me, but you promise, which she never has to say, because if I promise her, I have to do it. But if, if, if you go to him and go, but you promised, and then cry. Oh. But you promised. And then when he try to hold you and comfort you, all you keep saying is, but you promised. There ain't a man living that can let his woman keep saying to him, but you promise, and he don't do that. That, Men, we can't stand that. But you promise. Baby, I'm going to do it. You promise. Baby. But you promise. Baby, fix the flow now. All right, go into the phones, 877-29-STEVE. Holla at us. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, ladies, it's Shirley Strawberry. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com RTP. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.